the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Live in life like it matters. I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, I, I think your time has great value. Uh, and this is what we call the hour of power. This is the hour that we work on the one person we have absolute control over. And that is ourselves. This is that hour where we work on the one organ in our body uh, that never has to deteriorate. No, man. Nope, nope, nope. It's not that one. Wish it was. But that's not the one we're talking about. It is our mind. Our mind has unlimited plasticity. Uh, unless you're Joe Biden, uh, our brain never has to fade. We never have to lose our uh, mental faculties. I know I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. Ouch. Right. If you can't say amen, say ouch. One of my favorite pastors used to say to me. And sometimes it's a little amen and ouch. But, you know, our brain never has to deteriorate. We can keep it as young as we want. And that's why we are called to be under construction. Working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. Uh, in the corporate world, we call that lean manufacturing. We call it uh, lean sigma. We call it six sigma. Uh, in the training world, we call it like it matters leadership awakening. Uh, that's what I do. My two and a half day intensives change people's lives. Uh, you can go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. Uh, to read about how in 48 hours in the world of Mr. Black, uh, your life will be forever changed. And we've been covering a lot of uh, incredible stuff the last couple weeks. And uh, today I'd kind of like to slow it down a little bit and maybe do a little cleanup, uh, maybe kind of wrap up some things, put a couple bows on some things. Uh, today I want to talk about the problem with choices. You know, that's an interesting title, right? The problem with choices, what's he talking about? There's no problem with choices. Well, the problem is choices have another end to them. See, it's kind of like if you were looking, you know, the old thing, uh, was a kid, I used to play pickup sticks, uh, where you'd have a whole bunch of different colored sticks and you'd drop them, uh, and then you'd have to slowly pick one off without moving another. And, you know, the more you could do without moving another, you, you got points, and it, to me, choices and consequences kind of give me that picture. You know, if you, you know, if you look at a, if you're looking on the ground, there's a whole bunch of sticks on the ground, and I say, listen, you choose. You can pick up any one of those sticks you want, and so they're all about you know 18 inches long. Uh, so, so you can only see one end of them because they're all laying on each other. You can't see the whole stick, but you reach down and you see one end that you like. And so you go to pull that stick out from a whole bunch of other sticks. Now you have the choice for which one of those ends you pick up. 
But you know what you don't have the choice of? The other end that comes with it. Because when you pick up one end, the other one automatically comes with us. And I want to talk about that because, you know, we get so wrapped up in our freedoms and our rights uh, that we really don't pay attention to the consequences of those freedoms, uh, of those rights, because, you know, there are consequences. There are lots of consequences. And, and one thing I learned a long time ago walking with God is God does not remove our consequences. He doesn't. He walks with us in those consequences, but he does not remove the consequences. Why? Because how else would you learn to make better choices? You know, the good book says the sins of the father goes three and four generations. And I tell people it's not a curse. That's a sad reality. Our choices create a, an environment, a foundation that our kids have to live in. I mean, look at the choices that we made in the 70s to, to, uh, to make abortion legal under basic most circumstances. Look at the choices we made in the 60s and 70s uh, to ban prayer, to ban the Bible out of school. You look at the consequence of those choices, uh, and, and we're seeing them all throughout. You know, I remember hearing a story a long time ago about Genghis Khan and his falcon. You know, one morning Genghis Khan went out for hunting with his companions. His companions carried bows and arrows. You know, they were great hunters. Whereas Genghis Khan was also a great hunter. But he would carry his favorite falcon on his arm. See, he knew that his falcon was much better than any arrow because it could fly in the skies and see everything that a human being couldn't. Despite the group's enthusiastic efforts that day, they went out hunting, they found nothing. Uh, They came home with no food. uh, There was no water. And so disappointed, Genghis Khan and his men returned to their encampment. Now, Genghis was frustrated. uh, And because of this, he, you know, he didn't want to take out his frustration on his companions. He could be a pretty intense man. So Genghis Khan chose to leave the rest of his party at camp and rode out alone with his falcon uh, to be alone for himself. And maybe he'd stumble on some food. Maybe he'd stumble on some water. You never know. So Genghis Khan went out in the forest, and he stayed in the forest, and he was out there for hours. He didn't expect to be gone that long, but he was out there for a while. And after a while, he noticed that he became very thirsty and very tired because he hadn't had anything to to eat or drink all day. It was summertime, and, and all the streams had dried up, and Genghis couldn't find anything to drink from there. And just then, to his amazement, as he's looking around, he saw a thread, a light thread of water flowing from rocks just in front of him. So he removed the falcon from his arm and took out a silver cup, which he always carried with him. Slowly, he stuck that cup under that stream of water. He slowly began to fill it with that water that was flowing out of that little crack in the rock. And just as he was about to raise that cup up to his lip with that delicious water, the falcon flew up and plucked the cup from his hands and dashed it to the ground. Genghis Khan was thirsty. Did you not hear me say that? And this act of this falcon made him furious. But still, the falcon was his favorite. Uh, It was his pet. It was his friend. So he thought that it might be thirsty, and that's why it did this. So he picked up his cup again, cleaned out the dirt, slowly put it under that little stream in that rock, and filled his cup again. When the cup was only half filled this time, uh, put it up to his water to get a drink. And again, the falcon attacked, knocked the cup out of his hand, and the water spilled all over the ground. Now, Genghis Khan is beside himself, and he adored this bird. I mean, loved this bird. 
And he knew, though, that under any circumstances, he would not allow such disrespect as someone could be watching this and then see this from afar and later would tell other warriors that the great conqueror Genghis Khan was incapable of taming a mere bird. Why would men listen to him? This time, he did the same thing, but Genghis Khan drew his sword because he was pretty angry. And then he picked up the cup, refilled it in the water again, and keeping an eye on the stream and one other eye on the falcon, as soon as he had enough water in the cup, he put it up to his mouth and ready to drink, and the falcon again took flight and flew right at him, towards him, spilling the water. Just then, with one thrust, Genghis Khan, with that sword in hand, pierced the bird's breast. Meanwhile, the threat of water had already dried up. Genghis was so thirsty, in order to find water, he climbed the rock in search of the spring from which the threat of water was coming from. To his surprise, there was a pool of water, and in the middle of it was lying dead, one of the most poisonous stakes of that region. At that moment, he realized that if he had drank that water, he would surely have died. That bird was protecting him. Filled with remorse, Genghis Khan returned to camp with a dead falcon in his arms. He ordered a gold figurine of a bird to be made to always remember the lesson from this incident. On the statue on one wing, he had engraved, even when a friend does something you don't like, he continues to be your friend. And on the other wing, he had engraved, any action committed in anger is an action doomed to failure. See, ladies and gentlemen, we have the freedom to choose. But with those choices come consequences. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be right back. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. 
At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Join the Freedom Insider Club, and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, The Cost of My Faith, How a Decision in My Cake Shop Took Me to the Supreme Court, by Jack Phillips. Register at Freedom1570.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Oh yeah, welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application, where we're living life like it matters. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're uh, we're kind of regrouping. We're uh, we've covered a lot of information over the last couple of weeks, and. Uh, kind of in a little bit of a reflective mode. And I want to talk about choices and consequences. You know, if you were to ask most people if they were going to be successful, uh, they would tell you, yeah, especially if you start them when they're young and ask them when they're young, and uh, they'll say, yeah, they're going to be successful. But you got to have a strategy. You know, the road to success is about choices, about consequences, about fluidity. You know, the road to success is not straight. There's a curve called failure, a loop called confusion, Speed bumps called friends, red lights called enemies, caution lights called family. You will have flats called jobs, but if you have a spare called determination, an engine called perseverance, insurance called faith, a driver called Jesus, you will make it to a place called success. Amen. And on that journey of my road to success, uh, I meet a lot of people. Uh, and we're blessed because one of those people, a man I call a friend of mine, a graduate of Leadership Awakening, a leadership a man who sent many people from many training. Uh, let's welcome to the radio my good friend Paul. Hey, Paul, how you doing, brother? Hey, Mr. Black, I'm doing really well, man. How about you? You know, in the sounds hands like of God. <laughs> yeah, it sounds in like the hands of God. A crazy time. Hey, listen, let me tell you, that story that you just told about uh, Genghis Khan and the Falcon is amazing. So full of wisdom and depth. I just love that story. I'm going to share that with my people. Well, thank you. I just came across it a couple days ago, and I, wow, how have I never heard this story before? Because it yeah. really, really is powerful. And we can be so self-righteous in the moment, uh, thinking that, you know, I have the right to do whatever I want. You know, I'm angry. I'm self-righteous or whatever it is. And we make choices. 
that forever alter not only our lives, uh, but the lives of uh, pets, friends, our children. You know, you're a dad. Uh, you got a little yep. boy. How old's your boy now? Uh, he'll be 15 in July. How old is he? He's 14 right yeah. now. He's going to be 15 So he's in July. at that age of choice. Yep. Yeah, he's at that choice right now, the age choice where, boy, the decisions he makes at this time. I tell people all the time, I get, I'm blessed, I get to mentor a lot of people. And uh, I say, man, the choices you make today, just let you know, when I was your age, I made choices that today I'm still paying the consequences for. How about you, Paul? Right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And we're raising our son, uh, my wife and I are raising him to be a free thinker, a critical thinker. Someone yep. that can make good decisions, the best yep. decisions possible, with the information he has in front of him right now at a young age, so he can be, you know, not a sheeple, someone that can decide. And uh, yeah. we're super proud of him. Absolutely. And, you know, going through your training program, your coaching has played a part in my development as well. So uh, I really, you know, am grateful to you for taking this topic on. And I hope that it spreads the worldwide because yeah. this is critical to our uh, uh, mankind at this day and age. Yeah, and the reason I asked Paul to join us for a segment is Paul and I were talking the other day. Paul, uh, you've been in manufacturing basically all your professional life, correct? That's correct, yep. Yeah, and you're a plant manager. That's what you do. So what what does a typical job of a plant manager do? (laughs) Well, you know, when you when you start running facilities, four, five, six hundred, seven hundred people, uh, your job becomes a lot about being a coach, a mentor, uh, a developer, someone who helps develop critical thinking processes and keeping people focused on the things that are important. You know, <clears throat> if you do all that, the rest of the business is, uh, tends to take care of itself. You know, you find the right people that are willing to learn and grow and uh, and just point them in the right direction and stay with them and coach and mentor, and the business will do well. So that's what I've spent a lot of my life, yeah, for the last 20 years, running different facilities. And, uh, you know, I find that a lot of my time just one-to-one with my leaders and people on the floor is really where the money is. Well, because – and you make those choices. You make those choices where other managers might say, well, no, I'm too busy doing this other stuff. But you make the choice to pour into people because you know the greatest asset of any team is the hearts and minds of those people. And that's why you're such a people person. That's exactly right. Yep. And uh, I'm not necessarily, uh, you know, an extrovert that loves to go out and just, you know, be in the spotlight all the time. But I do enjoy – you know, good heartwarming conversations that get to the heart of any matters that my people are dealing with. And that's where you really yield fruit. So, uh, you know, that's, that's my MO. And I think I met you. I mean, I think what, Amen, amen. I think we met when you were at Frida Lay, I think, or something like that. We met, uh, but really, when you were at Amway, when you were working in the vitamin uh, Nutra, what was it called? Nutralife. Yep, Nutralite. At Amway. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you were there, and man, we put a lot of your managers through, and a lot of stuff happened. You're at a different place now, but the reason, Paul, I wanted you to be on is you and I were talking the other day. We were, I was just asking, how are things going uh, with the the whole COVID nineteen? Are you are you back up ramping up production? And and you were telling me some of the biggest challenges that you're facing, but they're based because of choices that our government's making. You know, giving out all this money and and doing all these things that sound good on the surface. But boy, the consequences of those are 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 just rippling through all of business. So tell us about some of the consequences that you're dealing as you're working to rebuild and get your get your team ramped up again to full production. Sure, we uh, my bakery right now is uh, you know it's a microcosm of what's going on around the country. Uh, I know that because I stay in contact with a lot of other people that run other different types of manufacturing facilities, including others that are part of my company right now. Uh, yes, with with the money that the government is paying people to stay at home, uh, they're getting what they want. People are staying at home. And uh, so I'm down about 150 people in my facility. Uh, I know that many others are down about the same amount or more. And you know they're giving people the choice to stay at home and that will breed all kinds of other choices that uh, may or may not be good for our nation and you know and those individuals if you boil it down to the individual you know you think about it a person staying at home right now making 17.25 an hour uh, off the government they are not investing in their career they're not necessarily investing in their savings they're not necessarily investing in their family or even, uh, you know, role modeling properly for their children. And uh, it's there's just so many consequences to those decisions to stay at home. Now, I have a core group of people that are just amazing, and they come to work every day because they realize that work ethic uh, is hard to come by. It's very valuable. It's precious. And uh, it 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 goes on into eternity, you know the uh, yep. the values that you uh, display and uh, have in your heart and soul. So yep. uh, while I have a lot of people, a lot of outages, shortages of people, I have a lot of great people that are just manifesting uh, true core values. And so you know, I'm trying. I'm choosing to. Uh, really focus on the people that are staying and that are uh, happy to come to work and proud of the work that they do and investing in them and thanking them. Uh, Meanwhile, you know, the others are kind of coming and going and enjoying the fruits of the government and that we are all going to have to pay for. You know, nobody's really thinking about that uh, or talking about it. Uh, And I don't want to get started on the politics of it, but I'm yeah. <laughs> certainly not happy with the conditions we're in. No. But you, you hit it right in the nose, Paul. Yep. <laughs> but you talked about the values. You talked about the yeah. values. I was raised, you know, uh, the other day I had a, a chief of police from St. Cloud, uh, uh, Minne- I'm say it again, Minneapolis, it's Minnesota, sorry. John had to correct mm-hmm. me three times yesterday. St. Saint- pa- Cloud, Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis, another city. But we were talking about, we were raised with values, with respect, uh, with hard work, with, uh, you know, sometimes life isn't fair. You put your big boy pants on and you deal with it. You know, when you get knocked down, you pick yourself up 
up, dust yourself off, and hit again. And those are the values I put in my kids. Those are the values you're putting your kids. Uh, and it seems like today uh, that in the me generation, we're not wrapped up into our values anymore. We don't stand for anything. We're just looking how to how to survive and how to get through the next week, next month. Uh, that's what I'm noticing. I don't know about you. Yep, that's right. Uh, people aren't being taught that anymore. And it's one of the you know, strong things about the awakening, leadership awakening class that you teach, Mr. Black, is, you know, it's okay. Up until today, I didn't do it yep. this way, you know, and now I'm going a different, down a different path. You pick yourself up, you brush yourself off, and you move on. You forgive yourself, and you go, and you learn Amen. from your mistakes, you know. And uh, those yep. sorts of values aren't necessarily being taught. You know, uh, my son's in track. And I, I see that, uh, you know, if it's raining, um, they cancel the track meet or the practice. You know, uh, they all run together. If they don't run at the same speed, no, nobody can really stretch their legs and run out in front of the other. Uh, you know, they have to run together in a group because we're a team, you know. And while I do appreciate the value of a team, you know, the, the leadership, the critical thinking part, the, uh, the values of excelling and being the best you can be yep. are being eroded at the youngest ages. Uh, and Amen. it's just awful. So the parents... Hi, Paul. We're, we're going to a hard break here, brother. But uh, God bless you. I know you're a busy man. Thanks so much for calling in. We'll yeah. talk soon, my friend, okay? Yeah, I can talk all day. Thanks. Bye, Mr. Black. All right, buddy. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right. I am Black, and we'll be right back. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. My pain was an electrical pain that would go down my right leg all the way to my foot. It's like being hooked to an electric fence. Diane, a Twin Cities resident, has been suffering from neuropathy since 2006. The pain level that I had was anywhere from a 7 to 8 on a good day. Here's what happened after Diane started seeing Dr. Ben Knight, D.C. at Abundant Life Chiropractic. After the first two weeks, I had tremendous pain relief. I now sleep five to six hours minimum. My balance is much better. This has been an awesome pain travel for me, and I would highly recommend it to anyone. Have you been suffering from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet? Does your doctor insist on giving you more medications, but your neuropathy is still not improving? Get answers today by contacting me, Dr. Knight, DC, at Abundant Life Chiropractic in Chanhassen. Call 952-300-8338 to schedule a full neuropathy workup with us. 
This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're talking about the problem with choices. I know that sounds like a weird title. And if you don't know why we're calling it the problem with choices, well, I guess you should have been on this radio show when it began, right? And if you weren't on this radio show when it began, I don't want to make you feel bad. I just want to convict you to make sure that every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, that you're on this uh, this airwave. Now, the good news is we also have a podcast. We have a bi-weekly podcast called uh, Live in Life Like It Matters, uh, and you can listen to that on Mondays and Thursdays, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, on Mondays, it's usually a story time with Mr. Black, a nice moving story with a moral to kind of give you motivation and inspiration. And then on Thursdays, we have a full uh, 45 to 55-minute show. Uh, we're just like the radio show here. Uh, we get inspirational, educational, applicational. I also have uh, daily food, if you're spiritually minded, to deal with that third part. Remember, man is a three-part being. We are a, a physical creature, right? Our body has rules, just like any machine. If you violate the rules, you pay consequences. We have a mind that runs that body. And the battles in the mind. And so I teach people uh, the machinations of experience, how they create experience, how they do what they do, how they make themselves angry, how they turn themselves on, how they turn themselves off, how they motivate themselves, how they demotivate themselves. Isn't amazing? I didn't say how anybody else did it. I said, how do we do it? And then the third part is the spirit. And I deal with all three parts. And so if you want some spiritual food, because uh, Jesus himself said that man does not live uh, by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And so daily I send out scripture with application and implementation. And you can get that by going to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. And, of course, my transformational leadership training that I've been doing for 30 years uh, that Paul was alluding to, that he sent uh, hundreds of people through. His wife's a graduate. He's a graduate. Been through a few of my courses, uh, whether it was Frito-Lay or Amway and Neutralite, uh, and now his present company. I mean, he sent many, many people over the last couple of decades to us. So you can read about my transformational leadership training at likeitmatters.net likeitmatters.net. And today we're talking about consequences, really, because the problem with choices is just that, that they have 
consequences. Remember, we talk about it all the time. It's called causality, right? Causality. Efficacy that connects a causing process with the resulting process or state, where the first process is partly accountable for the second, and the second is dependent on the first. Isn't that amazing? It's a relation between cause uh, and its effect. And we got to realize that there's relationship between what we do and then what happens after we do what we do. Causality, also referred to as causation or cause and effect, is influenced by what one event, process, or state, and it contributes to the production of another event, process, or state, right? That's the key. And, and these are patterns, and you can identify these patterns. My background's in neurolinguistic programming, and really the key to NLP is I see patterns. My little boy, Benaya, who's six years old, uh, he has that same gifting that I have. His, his brain is wired very similar to mine. He sees patterns. Uh, as a kid, he's only six years old, and we can't let him see any password. We can't let him see anything because all he has to do is see it one time, uh, and it's his. Uh, he sees patterns very clearly. There's a field of uh, study out there called epidemiology. Epidemiology. It is the study and analysis of the distribution, you know, who, what, when, where, why, of patterns and detriments of health and disease conditions. You know, an epidemiologist will tell you today that what we're doing with the coronavirus to have a few more breaths for a few people, and it, in effect, it is causing consequences to hundreds of millions is just crazy. It's just crazy. And we're not allowed to talk about it. We live in a time where America, you know, America's always been a, a, a value-driven belief system. America's really been called a concept. Uh, it's values. You know, some of the, the core values of America have always been free and fair elections, uh, freedom of speech, uh, our rights, you know, independent press, uh, no retaliation on political opponents, uh, uh, equal treatment under the law. I mean, really, those are probably the, the four or five tenets of what America stood for. You know, and I think when Shakespeare said, you know, a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. You know, why is a rose called a rose? Why is a tree called a tree? Why, right? That was the Romeo and Juliet, right? And you got to realize that you can call something anything you want. There's a lot of people out there that call themselves Christians. Uh, they might identify as a Christian, but they're not walking with God. They don't believe in the Bible. Uh, they take what they want. I remember one time a pastor, I was at church I was going to, he got up in front of the congregation, he had his Bible open, he started reading, and he just stops, goes, nope, and he starts ripping the page out of the Bible. And you could hear the whole congregation gasp, like, <gasps> and he goes along, kind of ignores the gasp, uh, and he starts reading another part of the Bible and says, oh, no, I don't like that. And he rips the page of the Bible, and everybody gasps. <gasps> what's he doing? Yeah. And then he's, what, what's, what's the problem? He looks up at the congregation. What's the problem? Who in this room doesn't do what I just did? Maybe you don't physically rip out a piece of the Bible, but technically you do. I think it was uh, Matthew 12, or maybe John, I don't remember where, where Jesus is uh, in, inside of a home, and there's lots of people in there. And basically, Jesus is telling people that he's preaching. 
that he is God, the kingdom of God is at hand, uh, and, and people are getting agitated. I mean, his life is in danger. And so someone in the house undoubtedly left the house, went to Jesus' house, and got his mother and got his brothers to come and get him before he got hurt. And so Jesus and they're talking, and someone comes up to Jesus and says, Oh, Jesus, and I think it was more like this. Let me paraphrase. Let me give you a black paraphrase. Oh, God, oh, God, your mother and your brother are outside God. They were mocking him. And what Jesus said was so powerful. He says, Who is my brother? Who is my mother? And then he pointed to his apostles, and he said, Those that do the will of my father. That is my mother. That is my brother. And so you can identify, you know, just because you spend a lot of time at McDonald's, it doesn't make you a Big Mac. It doesn't make you a quarter pounder. You know, I'd love to hang out at a donut shop. I don't care how much I hung out at a donut shop. I don't care how big and fat I got. I'll never be a glazed, right? Uh, You can't call me an apple fritter unless you're really close to me. (laughs) Right? Logical. I just... Yeah, just because I hang out in a place doesn't mean I'm something from that place. Just because I hang out at a church every Saturday or Sunday or every Wednesday night or go on mission trips. Remember, Jesus says, uh, many will say, Lord, Lord. And he'll say, I never knew you. Sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You knew me. Remember, I was the one that prophesied in your name. I was the one that did miracles in your name. I was the one that cast out demons in your name. Don't you notice? They're going to works. That's religion. They're going to their religion, their Catholicism, their Islam, uh, their Mormonism. Oh, I got friends that are Catholics. I got friends that are Muslim. I got friends uh, that are Mormons, lots of friends. But I'm going to tell you all, that's a religion, and God hates religion. God's not looking to be a checkbox in our life. He always dealt with a heart. And see, what's going on today is we have a heart issue. The heart is, we're so interested in just living a few more days that we'll give up all of our rights. We'll stay home. We'll stop hanging out with people. We will do things that hurt us, like wear a mask around and breathe in our waste. It's kind of like drinking your urine. Uh, it's just stunning to me. Uh, and then you're, you're breathing in carbon monoxide, which is poison. You're, it's your, your trash. When you breathe in, you breathe in oxygen. And when you exhale, you exhale the, the waste of processing that oxygen, which is called carbon monoxide. And to put a mask on and then to go work out, to put a mask on and drive in your car by yourself, to put a mask on and walk down an open field out in the open, you are just breathing in your own waste, which increases the the acidic level in your body because it's full of waste. Why does that matter? Because the consequence of that is called cancer. Because cancer needs an acidic environment to grow. So as everybody's staying home and getting paid to stay home and getting fat, I know I put on 40 pounds in the pandemic. I'm not working out. My legs are are damaged because I'm not exercising as much, right? Yeah, Fat Albert. You call me black. (laughs) Drug overdoses killed more than twice the number of people in San Francisco than COVID did last year. This is right out of the uh, uh, Western Journal. In San Francisco, health officials are facing a much worse crisis than the coronavirus. A rising number of drug overdoses deaths last year. That's showing every indication of worsening in 2021. During 2020, uh, 713 people died of drug drug overdoses. You ready? You know how much how many people died with COVID? We don't know from COVID, but at least with COVID, 257. A third less. 
The Times pegged the overdose rate in San Francisco as higher than West Virginia, the state with the highest death rate in the nation. This year could be even deadlier. Yeah. Can you believe that? Three times as many people are dying in San Francisco from drug overdoses than are are dying with the COVID. But no one's talking about that. How many millions of businesses have been lost like mine struggling? How many millions of homes will be lost that will never be able to get back? See, yeah, we have choices. The problem with choices is we can follow a government that has a hidden motive to keep us in fear to control us. Or we can make some different choices. Because remember, there's a problem with choices. And that problem is called consequences. I am black, and we'll be right back. Diane ain't much of a living boy. Oh, cheats and liars. are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Looking for a way to pay for that new home improvement you've been waiting for? Ready to consolidate credit card debt at a lower interest rate? Figure offers multiple loan options that can help you improve your finances. From mortgage refinances to home equity lines and personal loans, Figure can help you find the loan that's right for you. Figure takes all the stress and hassle out of the process. Apply 100% online at figure.com and see your new rate in a few clicks. Figure out your finances at figure.com. Figure Lending LLC, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand, and it's all free? Visit My 3 Quotes online. That's My 3 Quotes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Oh, yeah, I'm Mr. Black. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. And, yes, I am a soul man. I was born a poor black child. And, boy, I deal with a spirit that resides in every single human being. So, by definition, you can call me a soul man. Right on. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the problem with choices. The problem with choices. You know, ladies and gentlemen, choices have consequences. And living in today in America is we're seeing the consequence of choices we've been making th- for 30, 40 years. The problem is the choices we are making today, they're not going to take 30 or 40 years to hit us. The consequences, they're happening immediately, immediately. You know, we are one decision away from, one choice away from. You know, I, I go to a, a church here in Fort Worth, uh, um, a great church called Hope's Works and uh, Hope Works, sorry. Uh, and last night they had a uh, um, an event where they were really reaching out to teenagers in the city of Fort Worth and dealing with drugs and overdoses and addictions. Uh, we just lost a, a friend of the church, a 15-year-old girl, uh, mom's homeless, and, and basically uh, Shane, Shane Gray, who's a pastor, a great man, uh, would go uh, every week and pick up this, these girls because they were homeless and bring them to church and spend the day, take them out to dinner. And this young girl, her mom was homeless, was brought up in the church. And this uh, young girl, Victoria, wound up taking her life uh, last week. And so it was a very sad week for us. And so they, they put together this uh, event last night where just uh, they had someone who's a, a husband and wife who they lost their son, a fentanyl overdose last year, a member of the church, talked about that, and uh, other children uh, or parents of children who committed suicide. And, and the message was one decision, just one decision away, just one choice away. Uh, and, you know, Hopelessness has consequences, just as hope has consequences. Consequences does not need to be negative. Uh, it could be positive, but it not really. You don't get to choose. You might get to choose the choice, but you don't get to choose the consequences. And hopelessness has a consequence. See, when someone doesn't have hope, and let me define what the the definitions of a hope and hopeless. See, America today is struggling with hopelessness. Uh, Before the pandemic, about 50 million Americans were struggling with depression. A majority of depression falls in a category called situational depression. And what causes situational depression is our self-talk, the way we think. You know, we have roughly, at least Caroline Leaf says, about 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. In the study of epigenetics, we realize that we're basically a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And the ultimate environment is in our minds. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and there's our freedom. And so what hopelessness says is that today sucks and tomorrow sucks 
will be no better. And when people are helpless and hopeless, they make a decision. They make a choice that forever alters their lives and the lives of others. Do you understand how someone can kill someone for five bucks? Do you understand how someone could kill someone for a dollar? I do. I'm not saying it's okay. I mean, years ago, remember, there was uh, Michael Jordan. Remember, Be Like Mike. Be Like Mike, where Michael Jordan proved that you could uh, be in the inner city, uh, but get out of the inner city. Now, we could debate on how inner city Michael Jordan was when he was a kid. That's beside the point. He had a huge impact on, in the city of Chicago. But think about this. If you're in the inner city, and especially if you're a person of color, and you believe that the only way you're getting out of that city is in the back of a cop car going to prison for the rest of your life, or in the back of an ambulance going to die in a hospital, or in the back of a Hertz because you're going to a funeral. When you have no future... There's no consequence in taking someone's life for a buck or taking someone's life uh, for looking at it wrong, being disrespected. Now, hope, hope says this, that no matter what's happening today, tomorrow can be better. And when people have hope, they have a reason to make a different decision, a different choice. This is what eats me up about this whole Black Lives Matter movement based on a lie. It's based on hatred. It violates the law of non-contradiction. Racism is wrong. Racism is wrong. Dr. King gave his life and his death uh, to combat that. He had a dream. And he had a dream because he knew who Jesus Christ was. And Dr. King said, uh, hatred cannot drive out hatred. Only love can do that. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. And now we live uh, in a systemically racist country, purposefully. America is embracing racism. I mean, Biden and Antifa and Black Lives Matter, as long as it's the right type of racism, as long as it's white people being punished and black people being reported, uh, 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 benefiting, then it's fine. The problem is, you can't drive out racism with racism. It violates the law of non-contradiction. And what we're doing now is we're teaching black kids that cops wake up every day to hunt them. That black, that black people are hated by cops. And so now black people are, are growing up and being told that cops are evil. That cops want to kill them. That cops want to destroy them. And now you see the consequence of that. Cops being gunned down, being set up, being spit upon, being doxxed, being harassed, stuff put in their food when they go to a Starbucks or a restaurant, uh, razor blades put in their sandwiches, uh, body fluids put in their drinks. Now there's restaurants and, and Starbucks where they closed down in, I think it was Washington, closed down their drive through because uh, their employees didn't want to serve cops. And a chocolate store uh, who would not sell to police officers. And now police officers are made to be evil. And so now you look at when a cop pulls over a person of color, now they're encouraged to run. Now they're encouraged to grab their gun. Now they're encouraged to grab their taser. And then a cop has to defend themselves. Then a cop has to defend. And now more black people are being killed because they're resisting arrest and they're attempting to grab the cop's gun or, or they're walking up to just point blank and shooting a police officer. 
and you don't see the consequences. And now police officers, look at this. I just saw this. Demoralized and demoralized police departments fake face workforce crisis as officers leave in droves. You realize it takes about a year and a half, a year to a year and a half to hire a new police officer and for that person to be ready to go in the field to function and do those duties. That's what I read uh, by CBN News. One fallout from the police exodus in the last few months has been exploding crime rates. The latest stats from the National Commission on COVID-19 and Criminal Justice show homicides up in big cities like New York, Philadelphia, Chicago, around the same time officers around the country were deciding to leave the job. So look at Rochester, New York. Six months after Daniel Prude, a a 41-year-old black man, died after an encounter with Rochester police officers, the city's police chief and entire command staff announced suddenly they were retiring. Think about that. 22 years, 30 years of the force, and then retiring. This article says from Colorado to New York City, Seattle, police officers are resigning or retiring earlier in unprecedented numbers. The push to defund police... Departments, massive budget cuts, and calls for police reform have left officers demoralized and demonized. In Seattle, a video goes viral after a police officer tells a Black Lives Matter protester that he's quitting. Don't worry, man, because guess what? I'm leaving, said the unidentified police officer. You guys won. I got two months, baby, then I'm out. In Chicago, 24 police officers retire on average each month. 51 are scheduled to leave this month after 59 left in August. This was from last year. More than 100 officers leaving the force in just two months. In New York City, it's even worse. And ladies and gentlemen, you got to know that choices have consequences. The biggest choice I saw is why the church today is failing so miserably, why the church is no different than the world, is because a study by Barna now just showed that most evangelical Christians do not believe the Word of God is the Word of God. They don't believe that man is basically evil. That's what the Word of God says. You've got to believe that. And they don't believe in the sanctity of life. And I'm telling you right now, you talk about the great apostasy, the great falling away. When people who call themselves Christians don't believe in the word that is Jesus Christ, that's not only blasphemy, that's the way that a world falls apart. And so we love our choices, but the problem with choices, ladies and gentlemen, is they have consequences. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Bon voyage! Get an icy cold shower every time the dishwasher runs? Either your water heater's on its last legs or it's not built for the demands of your household. Call the water heater experts at Air Mechanical. They'll help you see if a repair will do the trick or you need a replacement. Whether it's a tankless or traditional tank-style heater, Air Mechanical will install what you need. 
Newsflash, mosquitoes, and the sweltering Minnesota summer heat will be here soon. Is your air conditioner ready? Schedule your AC tune-up now with one of Air Mechanical's professional technicians. Save 15% off this and other services when you become an Air Mechanical Total Solutions member. Total Solutions membership allows you to choose what you want to cover for just $10 a month. Family owned and operated since 1985. Call Air Mechanical or schedule online at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Ringing liberty and truth. 